choppy day in the markets, but stocks finish with gains on low volume as everybody and their brother awaits the inflation data that will be released at 8.30 Eastern Time this morning. Good morning. This is your Financial Animal Buzz on Business for Thursday, October 12th, 2023. My name is William Walsh. The Dow Jones Industrial Average closed up 66 points. That's two-tenths of a percent. And it begins today's session at 33,805. The S&P 500 closed at 4,377, up 19 points or four-tenths of a percent. And the NASDAQ Composite, well, it was up seven-tenths of a percent, 97 points, and closed at 13,660. Bonds had a strange day. The yield on the two-year bounced around a little bit during the day, but closed about where it started. Uh, It closed at 4.986%, up about one tick. The 20-year dropped like a stone all day. Its yield opened at the high for the day and closed at the low. It now stands at 4.90%, off 14 basis points. The 20-year, two-year spread has turned negative as we again deal with an inverted yield curve. I searched for an explanation for the strong move down in long-term rates and couldn't find one beyond worries about the conflict in the Middle East. The producer price index, a measure of inflation at the wholesale level, it rose a bit faster than expected, but that would tend to push rates up. Perhaps it is a positive expectation going into the CPI report this morning. One analyst we follow says that rates have peaked for this cycle. We shall see. Oil was off sharply on statements from Saudi Arabia that it would expand supply during the Israeli conflict with Hamas. It closed down $2.67 a barrel and now trades at $83.24. Obviously, the story of the day yesterday is what happens at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time today. What are the expectations for the September Consumer Price Index report? Well, an ever so slight decrease in inflation. That's good news. Let's go through some of the specific predictions. September monthly CPI growth. Expectation is 0.3% versus 0.6% in August. September monthly core CPI, that, that is a number that excludes fuel and, uh, and food. Food and energy costs are excluded from that number. Uh, the expectation is 0.3% versus the 0.3% in August. September annual CPI growth, 3.6% versus 3.7% in August. Of course, the Federal Reserve has a stated goal of 2% inflation, so we're nearly double that still. September annual core CPI growth, again, excluding uh, food and energy, uh, is 4.1% versus 4.3% in August. So what happens if the predictions are wrong? Well, conventional wisdom says higher than expected inflation should cause rates to rise, stocks to fall, and vice versa. Lower inflation and lower rates seem to be baked into the cake, however. A miss to the upside might just send markets reeling 
today. We will be watching closely. Earnings season hits its stride tomorrow. We got an early glimpse of what we might expect this quarter as PepsiCo handily beat expectations. The maker of Pepsi earned $2.25 per share versus expectations of just $2.17. It also beat last year's numbers by a whopping 14.2%. Sales were up 6.7% over the same period last year. The company raised expectations for the balance of the year and expects to grow next year by 4 to 6%. The stock has lagged a bit of late. It's down 10% on the year. Analysts expect these numbers, combined with some recent underperformance, make the stock a good bet going forward. And that is your buzz on business. Please join us every morning for five minutes of the latest business, financial, and stock market news. And don't forget our premium episodes for our premium subscribers. We will publish our episode on interest rates later today. Please look for it. In it, we look at rates for the last 60 years or so and discuss their impact on bond stocks and just about everything else. We had some trouble with the tech needed to actually charge people, so I've decided to release this premium episode to everyone for free. I hope uh, to get all that squared away by next week, where, as I said, we'll take an in-depth look at inflation. As always, we hope you'll join us. For FinancialAnimal.com, I'm William Walsh. (laughs) 